0: Welcome to WWE Talking Trash, presented to you by Outlaw Sports Entertainment, and your host, the Outlaw Michael Tomczyk, and, and the Rose.
1: Whispering Eagle, and Pookie today. Yeah, Pookie's <laughs> ready for
0: for a podcast. Well, here we go, you guys. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I don't know if you want to kick it off or I want to kick it off. We were kind of talking about Monday Night Raw, and I I I watched it on. Hulu, and I have to agree with you, kind of texted me and said, yeah, it was a little bit, was boring, and they got the most
1: boring beginning of Raw I have ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah, and the ratings showed it today automatically that they got some of the worst ratings again on Monday Night Raw. Now, I do have to say, you know, I'm a little bit surprised about the the King and Queen uh, of the Ring Tournament. I don't know who determined who would be in the tournament, but some of the people that are in it now, and I, I kind of wanted to start off right there. Let's let's kick off with the men. All right. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. <coughs> you got Finn Balor. You got Sami Zayn, Jinder Mahal, and Xavier Woods. Yeah. These are the four that... Uh, possibly could be in the Crown Jewel final tournament uh, the final matches will be at the, the Crown Jewel on October the 21st so let's talk about the first match let's talk about Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn any thoughts well I actually fell asleep before the show
1: came on and I woke up right at the beginning right after that so
0: I didn't get to see that match well, it hasn't, and that's when this is the future match that's going to be coming up this Monday Night Raw to oh. determine who goes to Crown Jewels. So oh, right okay. now it's I Finn
1: didn't... Balor versus Sami Zayn. Oh, I thought that was already happened. I
0: picked Sami Zayn. I picked Finn Balor. I like. I want to pick Finn Balor too, but I have this sneaky suspicion because there's been some rumors and some blogs and some speculation that who you think is going to win king of the ring on the men's side isn't going to be the person that you think it is. And this leads me to believe that somehow Sami Zayn is going to pull off a victory on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, Sami Zayn or who else does people not really Well, like? the other match on the other side so that's that's the Raw side or yeah, that's the Raw side or is it SmackDown? I don't know. which. I'm so confused on who's where now but um, I uh, think that's on Smackdown, SmackDown side. So right now on the Raw side, it is Jinder Mahal versus Xavier Woods. I pick Xavier Woods. That's who I pick to win the whole thing. I think Xavier Woods is a good pick to, to win the whole thing, too. And he deserves it. But we're going to have to double our bet or something. Because I think, again, I've talked about Jinder Mahal in the past. He's going to be, I think, moving over to SmackDown, I believe. Yeah, and he, he, him and uh, him and. Uh, and Shanky, right? And Veer staying on Raw. Yeah, but yeah, Veer staying on Raw, and so Mahal and Shanky, Mahal. or Mahal's going to SmackDown. I think yeah. Shanky's going with him. I, like I said, I'm, I'm, like all this stuff that doesn't take effect until after Crown. Yeah, it's confusing. It really it, is. It really is. And I think WWE is doing this to keep us confused as well. But and uh, it, and it's really hurting their ratings too right because of it so our prediction right now would be Xavier, so you would like to see Xavier Woods and yes. Finn Balor in the final match yes I think that would be good too then I, it would
1: be hard to pick because Finn Balor is talented and so is Xavier Woods but I do want Xavier Woods he ain't done nothing you know, with his career he's, he's been with the New Day ever since he, been, since he got into WWE and He's only been in the New Day. He's never been a champion except tag team champion. He's never been an Intercontinental or a U.S. champion. He's not been nothing nothing but tag team champion. I'd like to see him become king of the ring and possibly get a world title shot at that one at some point. Well,
0: I would like to see that too because New Day is always a lot of fun and they're going to be going to SmackDown. So if Xavier Woods won the tournament, you know that there's going to be a lot of, fun antics on Smackdown oh, yeah. from him and Kofi Kingston the only problem is, is New Day is not really in full force anymore because Big E yeah. is going to be staying on Raw so you don't get the full effect of the New Day anymore and you're you're probably not going to see the full effect of the New Day for a while but you know I've been noticing with
1: Big E he's, he's still got his you know pup on his shoulders he's you know. got his swagger he's going he's still got on. his swag going Yeah. yeah yeah. I,
0: I liked. Um, I did like the the whole Drew McIntyre and him. I, I kind of wish they would have got along a little bit better against the Usos, but I think that was the plan of Usos and the Roman Reigns anyway was to to put that little whisper in Big E and Drew McIntyre's head because they were looking forward down to Survivor Series, whereas teams against Raw and SmackDown will go against each other, which will be the next pay-per-view after Crown Jewel. So the match between Drew and Big E at Crown Jewel actually has some implications for Survivor Series as the team going forward, because if Big E wins, he would probably be going up against Roman Reigns and whoever, and probably the Usos, and whoever else Roman Reigns picks on his side. Well, Drew McIntyre wins. He would be the one that would be picking the team for Raw. You know, so it is not only just for the WWE Championship match against Drew McIntyre and uh, Big E. It's also implicating on who will lead the team for Survivor Series. But going back to where I started from. um, So let's go back to the women's side. So now we have Selena Vega and Carmella on SmackDown side. So who would your pick be? Sel- Selena Vega. I hope Selena... I honestly think I would like the Selena uh, to, to win it all. But I don't think she's going to because the other match that is coming up is going to be Dewdrop versus Shayna Baszler. Yeah. And this could be an interesting match. That would be because
1: Shayna... I mean... Shana is badass and she should she don't care to break your ball, break your arm and, but dewdrop it's hard to get off on her man because they will that she will clean some clocks now
0: uh, I give it I wasn't much of a Dewdrop uh, fan per se I, I, I'm locking up dewdrop but I've really I kind of caught something in the last Couple times that she's wrestled, she's fun. She's fun. She dances around. Yeah. Talks. And Shannon Baszler gave her a couple good shots, and she just brushed yeah. them off. Yeah. And in her a recent match with Natalia, Natalia was quite angry at Dewdrop too, and she wop. She been. She she that's the most yeah. angry I've really seen Natalia in a while in yeah. a match.
1: And Natalia beat her back. And
0: and Dewdrop ended up still coming away with the victory. But she took some really good shots from from um Shana. From Natalia. Natalia too. So yeah. what's your prediction? Dewdrop versus Shayna Baszler. Well i have to go with Shayna Baszler,
1: but if if Dewdrop gets pissed, it may be a different story,
0: you know? Yeah, it, we haven't seen Dewdrop be pushed. This 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 match yeah, with Shayna I think Baszler. She is
1: being pushed at this point. Yeah,
0: at this point, maybe she is. This this match with Shayna Baszler about Queen of the Ring. I think this is going to be tell the tale. My two top picks are Dewdrop and Shayna Baszler. Only the only problem is only one of them can win at this yeah, point. And, and if I'm going to say who's going to win the whole thing at this point, I would have to put my money on Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Because they're the ones that that has to
1: wrestle for the the top position to go into uh, uh not Survivor Series but um what's that what's the one that crown jewel it? crown jewel so yeah it, it it won't be one of those girls but right I, but I can see I can see both of them being pushed at the same time and I think. I think, that it, it ought to be, I think they should start a feud against each other. Well,
0: the thing about it is I think D-Drop is staying on Raw. Isn't Shayna Baszler going to SmackDown? I think Shayna Baszler yeah, is I going to SmackDown. Yeah,
1: I think that, So this
0: would be kind of an interesting uh, Oh, think, yeah, that's right. She is
1: because she's supposed to, you know, I think she's supposed to take on Charlotte Flair. For that's the what the you wanted Charlotte like Flair yeah. and her
0: to go as the title. Yeah, I, I, I think Shayna Baszler winning the, the, the Queen uh, Crown would help in facilitate going into SmackDown and getting the match that you're talking about at Survivor Series against Charlotte Flair. And I think that should be the match for Survivor Series. Now, it's really interesting to me, too, since we're talking about the women's division. It's really interesting to me that we have the triple match between Bianca, Sasha, and Becky at Crown Jewel. But so far, Charlotte Flair does not have a match at Crown Jewel. I know, and that's weird.
1: I don't know if, there's, if they're going to push for us uh, a double title holder or what on that one. Well, it's been kind of weird because... On, and if they do, it's all your fault they're, they're listening to. The, to the, <laughs> thank you very much, thank fault. you. I want, I want
0: people with multiple titles again. But I was, it's already happened in the women's division. Becky Lynch already held both titles. But yeah. I do think this would be an interesting match. Yeah. Now, now, hear me out on this. Put Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and Bianca Belair, instead of having a triple threat match, let's change it to a fatal four-way. Let's change it to an elimination match. Let's put all the titles on the line. Yeah. Winner take all. Winner take all. You know? Yeah. And it, that, I to me... That would be an interesting match. I would change the, the crown jewel match to being that. Yeah. I think but those four are is, mixing it,
1: up. But if you do that, then they won't have a female women's title on SmackDown. And that's the whole purpose of having a woman's title on both shows. Well, it's because the men have one for both shows, and they have one for both shows. Is you can still have
0: one do. for both shows. Just one person would hold them, then they have yeah. to go back on. And I think the person, I I hate to say this, there's been, so I want to bring up a second subject into this whole mess that I'm creating here, (laughs) because now there's been some rumors and some speculation about Bianca Belair, because her photo was not put on the Raw roster. And there's been some rumors and speculation about her popping back up on SmackDown instead of going to Raw, where she was drafted to. Huh? So and that would be weird because her, her husband or boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Is now and what Raw and what WWE came out and said is that it was a mistake, oops. And Bianca Belair is still gonna show up on Raw. Well, it was the immediate answer, but after that answer today, I still saw some more speculation rumors, and the rumor mill was turning about Bianca Belair. Now, what would be interesting? Now, what's really interesting about this you guys. Is you got to think about this. Okay. Becky Lynch went to Raw. She's officially got the SmackDown Women's title. Bianca Belair's going to Raw. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, who has the Raw title went to is going to SmackDown. So technically right now even though nothing's official, you really actually have the Raw title on SmackDown, you have the SmackDown title on Raw. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't really know if it matters which title is where. No. Well, the titles are red and blue. Right. So, uh, uh, so you, have, you have the titles mixed up on the shows technically right now. I mean, you, you really do. I mean, even though they're not officially on their prospective brands yet. So I'm thinking that, like you, maybe Charlotte Flair will get some kind of title match. But I think it would be, I think this four-way elimination match would be Really, I mean, let's let's ditch the let's ditch the three-way match. Let's throw Charlotte Flair in there. I mean, think about it, Whispering Eagle. You have the most four predominant women in WWE right now, as far as trailblazers, title holders. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the four women. Yeah, those are the ones everybody
1: wants wants in the title positions, and they're the they're the ones that that deserve the title positions.
0: Right. So, I mean. If you're going to start something with, start the, I'll call it the diva division, which I'll probably get shot for, but um, (laughs) if you're going to start the women's uh, division back up and get it spiking again, you've got to do something interesting. I mean, they they really, I mean, for a while here, the the women's division has just been really dull and dropped. They finally have gotten to a point where the divas, Division is actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. You know the person. I'm um, since I'm talking about the women's division. You know the person who I really feel sorry for right now, and what I don't understand and why they're passing her over Liv. is Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan is the bad one of the most talented out there right now, and I don't understand. I mean, she lost the match against Carmella at the King of, or Women or Queen of the. She, she had her pin, but she, she missed because Carmella got her leg up on the ring post. I don't know, if maybe Carmella got in her head a little bit about putting the mask on before the match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess my suggestion to Liv is, at this point, is you've got to get past those things. You can't let those things bother mm-hmm. you. You've got to focus on what you're doing in the ring. I mean, otherwise you're, you're slipping down into their... I saw her compared to Cesaro today. Oh yeah. and I hate to see that with Liv Morgan I hate to see her slide down into the rank because yes, Cesaro has really dropped I mean he's just a worker now as we'll say yeah and, and he's going over he's going back on to Raw I was kind of in some ways hoping that maybe Sheamus and him would hook back up because they've made a pretty good tag team best, but Sheamus is going to Smackdown too this, mm-hmm. so it's probably not a possibility that him and Cesaro would hook back up into the tag team division. But they made they made a really good tag team. They were a real good tag team. You know, at one point. But there's there's a lot of things. So, there's another match I want to talk about since we're kind of like on the women's division. And you guys, I did, uh, before I move on, I wanted to let you know, I did post my blog with the odds out on who I thought would make it to the final match. I uh, and- so Crown Jewel is out and my blog's out if you guys want to check it out it's www.mtomsik.com um, I also posted on our Facebook group which is Outlaw WWE Talking Trash um, and it's on a few other places and you guys can listen to our podcast in the Facebook group and you guys can listen to it on my webpage and you guys there's a lot of other places I wanted to just mention to you guys though that my blog with the odds is out um, I put it out a little bit early, not knowing who was going to be in the final matches, but I wanted to get it out there. Anyway, you guys, um, the match, so I want to talk about Friday Night Smackdown this, we're going to head there, but I'm still going to stay in the women's division. So it was made official a match between Sonya Deville and Naomi for this Friday Night Smackdown. Oh, and Naomi. I got to ask I you, who's your one. pick? Naomi. I, you know what, I would like to see Naomi win, but I'm going to go against you here. And the reason I'm going to go against you is because is in a position of power. We've been talking about creative writing. Yeah. And we've been talking about needing kind of a rebel. Yeah. Kind of a fighter. I think Naomi is in a perfect position to be this person. Yeah. And I think this, this Friday Night Smackdown, which by you guys, just so you guys know, also is not going to be... On Fox uh, Sports. Yeah. FS1. It's going to be on FS1. I don't know if you get FS1 or yeah, not. I, do, yes. I, I I don't even know if
1: I get it. Yeah, it's up by MTV and all that, but yeah.
0: Okay, I might get it because uh, you, you, you do Rabbit Ears, right? No. No, okay. I have I have MediaCom. Oh, you have MediaCom. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll get... We might have to get uh, Whispering Eagle here to be in the group and update us <laughs> because I don't know if I get FS1 or not you guys, but um, it's going to be on Fox Sports 1 and not on, because of the playoffs for the uh, baseball. It's going to be like uh, a giant window. It's going to be a big show. Yeah, plus they're going a half hour over. And this is, so before I hit on why they're doing that, um, I think think Sonya Deville will win. And I think she's going to use her power to cheat somehow, though. Or make some rules or do something where that will cause Naomi to lose. And that's going to make Naomi mad. So Naomi's going to come back and stone you with a vengeance. And I I think if I was creative writing for WWE, I would absolutely go down this road right now. Oh, yeah. Because it would be very interesting and very entertaining. Mm Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, after... I mean, you could even lead it up to possibly, like, something at Crown Jewel or Survivor Series. Yeah, or else... Have it where Stephanie McMahon comes out. And
1: that could be a welcome back for Stephanie. Makes, makes a de- decision on yeah, if, when Naomi takes it to you before the board. Uh, about, uh, what's her name, uh, Sonia. Sonia? Uh,
0: changing the rules right in the middle of the match or whatever, you know. Well, I, th- I kind of think, and I see this going because the last thing is like when the match got matched. I noticed that Adam Pierce was kind of like trying to stay out of it. But, I mean, it's really obvious that Sonya has a problem, a personal problem, with Naomi. And her personal problem with Naomi, no matter what it is, has spilled over into her position as a manager. Mm -hmm. And I personally, at this point, see that Sonia is treating Naomi differently for whatever reason it is. And I think that you're you're absolutely right. That would be a great way to get Stephanie back on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Our, you know, and Triple H. Or or put Sonya back into the
1: uh onto the roster.
0: And that is roster. another rumor and speculation going now that Sonya may be going back on the roster and may be stepping down from her position as a management. And that person. way they could
1: have a have a raw
0: general manager or smackdown general manager or whatever you know well they might i think adam pierce is probably going to stay where he's at doing both but there was talks about i think i mentioned this in a prior podcast there were talks about there was a rumor or a speculation i believe it was uh four or five people that mentioned that could step into the role and you know who i would like to see if 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 she really steps out, I would like to see one of the Bellas. Yeah. But
1: AEW, one of them's husband is on AEW, so
0: yeah. Why I, would WWE think about that, though? Yeah, you know? I don't know. I I, I think the Bell one of the Bellas, Nikki or Brie Bella, would be. They would didn't be. like it whenever Lana's husband went to AEW, and she was still in uh, WWE. Yeah. That, that's true um selena or selena vega was one of the names that popped yep. up as as a, as one of the, as a general manager um yeah she would make a good one because she's she's just evil
1: anyway i mean it's just, it's just her her uh, heel her heel persona is perfect
0: i actually i actually you know as, as a heel as I, I actually she's one of the characters i actually like as a heel mm-hmm. She plays it very well. Yep. She does it incredibly well. She she's a good wrestler, and she you know as far as entertainer and playing the heel, she does it so well. I could actually see her as, as a, a GM. Mm-hmm. Now, two of the other names I don't I can't remember who else was on that list that I remember that I know the Bellas were on there. Uh, Selena Vega was on there. Um, I'm trying to think of someone we haven't seen for a while. That would fit into possibly a GM role. Is there anyone that you can think of on the women's division? Yeah, but we don't want her to be there because she is just
1: mean as hell. She's not a flair.
0: I don't think Charlotte
1: Flair will because you know, I just, you know she she wants to continue her career as a wrestler. Yeah, I
0: don't. Charlotte Flair wasn't one of the names on there. Becky Lynch, well, wasn't Flair one of the
1: names. was a general manager for yeah, for, but we uh, would need CW a, for a while. We
0: would need a female GM if they're going to mm-hmm. continue the male and female team of Adam Pierce. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to get back to. We'll have to come up with some good names that we think of. Oh well. That would. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan, yeah, that would be a possibility. Have, have her say, okay, you guys kept me down. All right, let's see you go anywhere, you know. Right. Kind of come back as a, as a I could see that as well.
1: Because she was a, you know, at one time she was even a heel, you know, with her, with her group that she was with, you know.
0: Yeah, well, Liv Morgan, I, I like Liv Morgan a lot. Mm. And, uh, mm. I, I just kind of think she needs, like, I don't know what she needs right now. She
1: needs good writers
0: to help her character is what she needs. Yeah, I, I believe so. And none of them right now, like, like um,
1: what's his name, Sid? Uh, uh, Mick Foley said, if you want your character to go anywhere in the WWE, you're in the wrong wrestling organization because it's not going to go nowhere. Right now, they're the writers are so
0: bad that they can't come up with nothing new. Well, and that's a, you know, I go back to saying this too, and that's, and it may be, and, and it could be bad writers, or it could just be that maybe they're struggling after 40 or 50 years in business and well, writing yeah. every freaking story possible. Every, everybody's done it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really probably getting difficult to come up with something new and put a spin on something. Well, I mean, but. Why don't you make the show rated R, which it's more, now it's
1: getting, yeah, it's still rated R. Because they won't put blood on there because the pg thirteen or something. Yeah, U.S.A. won't allow them to do it. But, uh, I don't know about
0: Fox or right, CBS. Right. All that, yeah. Because you can't put blood on certain channels. They won't allow. And then allow you got to watch, kind of. Even though there are some pretty skimpy outfits, you got to watch that. Oh one. yeah, yeah. But uh, the thing is,
1: uh, it's just it's just hard to get to write a good show without there being blood, a blood match or something like that. Cause they did it for a long time and it's run out. Cause I mean, back whenever I was watching the, as a kid, they had, they showed where a guy, uh, where, what's his name, uh, Skandar Akbar took, you know, it was a magic, uh, magic paper that, you know, you light and you shoot flames up, right? Then he shot it up in a guy's face and the guy, you know, just bounced around. Ah, my eyes, my eyes. Right. The next week he's in there wrestling, you know, but still, uh, it's hard to write write anything because from, that, from that, that time on, they've always showed blood matches and all the blood matches have been done because ECW did them, you know, but did all of them mostly uh, from the scaffolding matches to, I mean, they did a real big scaffold match all the way up to the top ceiling, you know,
0: and had them run through a table all the way down. Well, I think It's just hard to write now. I think with W, I think the WWE, I think you and I could write for WWE. I, even though...
1: If they gave me free reign, if they went to a different channel, because my, my ideas are just too gory.
0: Well, I, w- I don't need the gore and stuff like that. I actually don't need that. I think I could still write, and we could still write for WWE. I know you want to go down the gory road. But I think I can still create a lot of it. I have a lot of creative ideas that I know WWE is not doing right now. And the problem is, is that, and you mentioned AEW, so at the tail end of what we were talking about, this is where I was going to go with SmackDown on Fox Sports 1. So WWE right now, the rumor and speculation and talks are they want to turn Friday Night SmackDown into a three-hour show as well. But... They have been getting beaten in the ratings, or the ratings have been so close with AEW Rampage. Now, what's going to happen this Friday night, there's a half hour at the end of SmackDown. That's why they made it a half hour longer. They're going to go directly head-to-head was AEW. with AEW on Rampage. Now, what I read today, the decision on SmackDown, whether they're going to go to three hours or not, is going to be based on the ratings for that show. Well, I'm
1: sorry to say. I'll be bouncing back and forth. Because. I got two, lo- two, lo- two loves right now. AEW and WWE. AEW because they have McGore. Every now and then. They went back to the old old school ways. And that's what, A-E-W, what WWE needs to do. Is go back to some of the old school ways. But. Just go to channels that will allow them to do it. You know, will allow them to, to go to the sports channels like they like they're doing this Friday. You know, maybe the sports channels will let them do it because you see guys beat up beat each other up on a gridiron all the time on the sports channels. So I like, can. Yeah, they, boxing, MMA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, you may have a point there, and you know. But it's just
1: they need something to kick, kick, kick the kick their. Show's back in the, in the ass to get them going again.
0: Well, there's... So, you know, you're mentioning that. And there's two people that I just saw a rumor today that probably are going to sign with AEW. And yeah. uh, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt have been putting messages Impact. out. Impact, yeah. Yeah, Impact Wrestling. That they both want to wrestle each other. You know, and, you know, you got WWE lacking, for the better terms... Of matches and keeping our interest and building storylines, I could see why WWE is still having issues and having problems with their ratings. When they dropped Wyatt and they dropped
1: um, Strowman. Strowman, those was the two worst mistakes they ever. One of the two of the worst mistakes they ever made in WWE history was getting rid of those two big guys, that big guy and that evil guy. Because they actually played their storyline so
0: so awesomely. I mean, well, Stroman could have continued his... I mean, he yeah. had his story. In, uh, I don't know about Bray Wyatt, if he could have really continued that storyline well, down I'll, the road, but... You know, I like the, the Firefly Funhouse. So that was Yeah, pretty, I like that. That was pretty cool. I could cool. see him keeping that one. Yeah. I think he should have kept that, but, but then right, The Fiend part. Yeah, I think the Fiend needed to die. <laughs> yeah, because a, a plastic mask over your face while you're wrestling, other than being a luchador or something like that it's It's gotta be hard to breathe for one yeah but you know i think you're i think you're right i think bray wyatt should have stayed on the firefly level that was a great uh or even the wyatt family he didn't even wear a mask at that time he just came out as bray wyatt yeah you know well even the firefly he was still bray Wyatt. he just came out with the lamp yeah had all the people lighting their lighters yeah you know, the music was cool. The entrance was cool. The fans were behind him. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he still got the fans behind him, but I think he kind of, I think the whole Fiend thing, it was good for a while it was different. But I think in the end, the fans saw what I saw is that the storyline was going to die somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, to talk about the other side of that with Alexa Bliss, and I've said this before too. Now, Alexa Bliss got, she got, uh... She stayed on Raw, so she could come back into her character role, but I'm kind of hoping, and I've I've read, and the speculation with her, too, is that she's going to come back not in the same character as well. After her
1: surgery, yeah, I heard she might be coming back as Alexa Bliss, you know.
0: Yeah, I kind of hope that Alexa Bliss just goes back to Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Because I think that was her forte, and I think the fans, even though the fans loved the and she played it very well she played the character very well it's just not a long term character yeah alexa bliss being alexa bliss is a long term character right you know we talk about this you and i have talked about this in the past about building long term characters like the undertaker and kane they built long term characters steve austin he built a long oh, yeah. term his, character this is a lifetime he lives is john cena he built a long term yeah story. stone cold steve austin he built a long term character hulk hogan Paul Hogan built a long-term character. You know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, built a long-term yeah, he term character. Lives, he lives his. All of them that actually
1: lived theirs in real life became long-term characters and became very big hits.
0: Yeah, you talk about, like, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. You know, the, the heartbreak kid. Triple H himself. Yeah. You know, um, these are people that have built long-term characters that... Right now, in, in wrestling, unfortunately, I don't see that being built anymore. uh huh. Everybody's doing these short-term characters, then they go around, they change their character, they change their attitude. I realize that sometimes when you build a character, you need, and it's not working out for you, you got to change that. But I noticed it was after The Undertaker,
1: after The Undertaker and Kane retired from wrestling is whenever it all changed. Because they retired during the time of the pandemic, you know.
0: Yeah, the pandemic did change things, but I don't think the pandemic changed building a character. Right. What I'm talking about is it like, did. It did do something about the writers because the writers just weren't there. I mean. Yeah. No, the pandemic definitely had effect on, write, on how they wrote. Number one, because they had no fans in the ring right. for a long time, and then you know. And it's hard. Pay per views in the ring, talking to yourself. Right. You know, and
1: then all of a sudden, they have video machines that you're talking to, and it's fans. Yes, but it's still talking to a TV screen. You yeah,
0: know. they brought the Thunderdome, yeah. and they did that. I think they did that because I think the wrestlers were and the entertainers were struggling yeah. in the ring too. Because one thing I will say about entertainment wrestling it is absolutely one hundred percent fan based. Right. If you do, it's really hard. To have that particular entertainment or that particular sport without having live fans, because it really hurts you. I mean, even though I mean you think you go out as two entertainers and you want to put your best show on, you still got the people booing for you. You still got the people cheering for you. Uh-huh. You know, you got the signs. You got you know the atmosphere. It, it is really those sports are all about that. Those are what make and break that particular. Kind of sport. like eight
1: on AEW um uh, uh I see. Cody Rhodes went to his hometown and everybody booed him in his own hometown wow i just couldn't believe it they were taking he was taking on Elijah Black or whatever his name is now uh um what well, he was uh, oh um i forgot his name already But yeah, yeah me forget something he, he was did. in the he was, his name was Black in WWE also but they were—he was taking him on, and they booed Cody Rhodes. I mean, did he cheat or something? Or? No, that was before they even started. Uh, I'm like, man, do you guys understand? This is the son of a legend, and that's a kind of interesting. He's idea. taking on a big role right now as the CEO, uh, the assistant CEO of AEW plus as a wrestler and his wife is like the brand uh a brand CEO or a manager or something like that and she's also a wrestler but right now she's recuperating from having their baby but but yeah he, I mean and his brother is like
0: talent uh talent coordinator or something like that you know yeah, it's 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 been really interesting to see where everybody goes and what the fallout in the future of entertainment wrestling will be. Definitely have to keep like you know we're that's part of why we do our podcast yeah. and our show to so trying to keep you guys up to date on that. I'll get some uh, look okay. up at the. That's why I talk about other wrestling organizations too besides WWE because those guys actually wrestled in the WWE at one time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm open to like you know we're open to like explore different. Wrestling, or we've actually talked about opening up the show to other wrestling organizations too. I post a lot of stuff in our Facebook group about other wrestling organizations. I figure if they were once in the WWE, and I want to follow them and see what they're doing, that that's you know okay with me. So if you guys come to our our Facebook group, which I know is growing, up. I saw you posted a really nice thing there. I do encourage you guys if you are in our Facebook group um, or listening to our podcast, be interactive with us in the Facebook group. You guys. Can post there, uh whispering eagle i will both talk to you in the group um i want to update you a little bit so um i had some relatives and stuff coming into town but as of november 1st i'm going to be changing our setup a little bit so um i will definitely we will be having the phone system and everything working uh in november when we start our shows in november we'll be doing our setup a little bit different So, at that time, we'll be able to call people and get people to call us for guests and stuff like that. So, I wanted to update you guys on that. And, uh, don't really have any other updates, so we're going to keep doing the show. Um, We might do uh, a special show for Crown Jewel, because we were talking about it for, um, after, it would be the SmackDown after Crown Jewel. So, Crown Jewel is on a Thursday, um, which is the 21st, I think, either Wednesday or Thursday. And then uh, that Friday Night Smackdown, so it would be like the 24th. So uh, Whispering Eagle might, us, we might do a special show for that just to talk about the whole fallout of Crown Jewel, everything we have. A, and then we get to pay for our pizzas for each other. Right. We have a, we have a pizza wager going on. Uh, what did you think? I know I want to talk about it a little bit more. What did you think about Bobby Lashley's response to Bill, Bill Goldberg? And what do you think about... Uh, possibilities of one of those guys seriously getting injured in their match you know if i was if i was uh bill
1: goldberg i would be kind of letting up on the killing and hurting and maiming and all that bullshit you know because that is kind of a, that's a threat and legally whether you're acting or not i mean you're literally setting her telling the guy I'm going to kill you on national TV. Though, I don't know how they would have treated it in a court of law, but if something happens to Lashley and he actually
0: dies, he can be brought up on charges possibly, you know. You never know. Well, and this is another thing. I don't exactly know where they're going with this. Bill no, Goldberg that, and Bobby Lashley thing. I understand, like you said, as a father, he's mad that Bobby Lashley, I, but in Bobby Lashley's defense, Cage did jump him from behind yeah. and he did injure a ring. If that would have been like any normal fan or anything like that. They get you know, four hits. The wrestlers get at least,
1: I think two to four hits. Because if the person ain't out in the four hits, then 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 the security comes in after him.
0: Yeah, I understand why Bill Goldberg is upset. It was his son and everything like that, but I do think it's been pushed a little too far. Now, the interesting part for me is going to be what's going to happen in that match.
1: Yeah, me too, because I heard that Goldberg really don't want to wrestle anymore.
0: And well, so he's he... got
1: two matches left on mm-hmm. his contract. Oh, okay. After this. And then I'm starting to kind of worry about the uh, title in the, de- in the SmackDown uh, with Roman Reigns. and. All right, well, since you went that, there, let's uh, hear it. From what I heard... Through the rumor mill, is Brock Lesnar has no matches scheduled after uh, Crown Jewel. So if he don't win at Crown Jewel, we're going to have a champion for a long time longer. From what I, from, from that article that you wrote about, or that you that you posted about uh, Roman Reigns becoming the highest seller of. Uh,
0: Right now he beat out John
1: Cena. Yeah, of... of John Cena was the highest... Merchandise. Yep. Well, since he's sold so much merch, and Brock Lesnar just now coming back and ain't sold any merch, that they might keep him as the champions just to be able to keep their merch sales.
0: I honestly... I still believe this with all my heart. As much as I would like to see Brock Lesnar win, I think the match is going to end up in a DQ.
1: Yeah.
0: I think... Okay, so here's the thing. I think fans really wanted Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley when he was champion. Yeah. Bobby Lashley for a long time was calling out Brock Lesnar. Yeah, because... And well, they kind of got away from that.
1: They want they him because Brock Lesnar's beat Roman Reigns several times already. And he, it's, we're done with that. We want somebody else to fight him, and he's never bought, fought Bobby Lashley as far as I know, or I can remember. And I think it would have been a great match again with him and Bobby Lashley. I think it ought to be him and Bobby Lashley wrestling each other for, I don't even think, what's his name should have a chance at the title right now until they make him number one contender. I think they really need to go back to the number one contender matches from back in the day where you actually worked yourself to that to a title shot yeah you had to beat people you, you had, had to, to beat people yeah the undertaker didn't become world champion or overnight as soon as somebody made it well i've been waiting for you to become champion so i could become so i could wrestle you and take that title away from you no you 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 lost the title that's if you lose your uh your rematch you go back to the end of the line, son. You don't go back up there to the top. You
0: know, that's something WWE, you you, you hit something on a nail. And this is something also I think I would do as a creative writer in WWE, which I think would be kind of funny. You should put up a win-loss record for each mm-hmm. entertainer. How many matches they've won and how many matches they've lost. Yeah. And based on how many matches you win and lose, should base you like on maybe like some kind of point system on where you get into the matches and who you wrestle and what you get from either winner. Obviously, to become champion, you have to win, right? Right. So, I mean, you know, if they if they would post win-loss records for each entertainer, each superstar in the WWE, you could look and say, oh, you know, Roman Reigns has won this many matches and lost this many matches. You know, and you know they they could do it like you know as an overall over the career, or they could do it like you know maybe yeah. we'll see people say, like Ric Flair, I
1: was sixteen time world heavyweight champion. Woo, yeah, but you lost sixteen, 16 times.
0: times too. Woo, that's <laughs> you know, funny that Charlotte Flair copied that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, as far as Roman Reigns in this match at Crown Jewel, I think they're holding out. And I think the absolute 100% match that everybody really, really wants to see, and I think WWE is trying to hold out for it and they're trying to get The Rock locked down for it, I think everybody really at WrestleMania wants to see Roman Reigns versus The Rock Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. That is the match that everybody really wants. Now, if Rock and, and Roman may not want that, because but I think they being family and all, right? But yeah. But the thing is, like I've said in the past, you've got Biggie in here with the WWE Championship. You got Drew McIntyre mixed into this. You got some big guys coming down now. You got this beer guy. You got Shanky. You got um, Commander Z's. You've got Omos. Oh yeah. Um, so
1: they were going to, you know. From what I heard on a rumor mill, is they were going to make Omos, uh, be, you know, do uh, push him as a singles competitor. But one of the one of the main big guys up in the uh, up in the roster said that he wasn't good enough right now to do it. And in the and the raw, I mean, and uh, head chiefs of you know Vince McMahon and all of them, they did, they felt
0: the same way. And so they ain't going to push him after. Uh, and I think they're completely the wrong. Job. I mean, maybe okay, maybe he's not, you know, maybe he hasn't studied enough stuff like that. Maybe he's yeah, not. He may be still there.
1: a little rough around the edges where But he actually hurts people by accident, like Andre the Giant did. You know, he was supposed to wrestle with a guy. The guy was supposed to take a few shots and actually hit him. <laughs> He grabbed by the head of the hair. Andre the Giant did. And went, bang! Hit him in the head with his head. Knocked him smooth out, cold. <laughs> and the guy didn't get up for a while. I mean, and, I mean this is a long time ago, back when I was a little kid. Yeah, Andre the Giant knocked a boxer out with his head,
0: you know. So sometimes they actually hit each other too hard, you know. Or yeah. There's a few people we haven't talked about, too. So I read this story um, going towards the end. I know we're we're not uh, talking about a lot of matches that are going to happen on SmackDown and stuff.
1: We just like talk and wrestle. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah>. So <laughs> I
0: read this is kind of interesting. I saw the NXT title change, and I saw that B-Fab and uh, Hit Row had been kidnapped. Oh, That, that yeah. was the... Uh, yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know. That was kind of interesting to me to see, see that. And then I... Um, you know, what's going to be really interesting... And I really kind of want to do this special show with you on Friday because um, I think that Friday night Smackdown's going to be really interesting after Crown Jewel because that's the first show where all everybody's draft takes effect. Yeah. And everybody that, yeah. will be on their prospective brand the at that time. The next day, yeah. The next day. So, you know, I, I think I that... Think there's going to be a lot of I- interference
1: from... Uh, Outside sources, you know, when they come into their show, well, we're on here now, so we're going to take
0: over now, you know. And just Well, you know, back, it, you know, what's kind of funny was uh, if we were talking about WCW days, I always thought it was great when uh, uh, Triple H would round up like Shawn Michael and the group and they would, yeah, they'd take the tank over and the yeah. WCW, oh, let's declare on the door." You know, that was to me, that was hilarious. And you know, the girls that
1: come out with that tank. With the uh, T-shirt cannon, They that's about the same thing as they're that they're doing, you know. They came in from uh, NXT, you know, those two girls, right? And so yeah, <laughs> and they
0: came out in the cannon just like Shawn Michaels and Triple H did, you know. And, you know, it'd be kind of fun. And, and I didn't think about this until used And I just thought about it. You know, we should have a female version of G, G-, G- Degeneration X. Yeah, yeah, they can lead it. They got oh, yeah. the tanks we, and everything. Yeah, like that. we
1: got what's her name? Um uh, uh oh shoot well, we just talked about her. She might one of my favorite Morgan. Yeah, Liv Morgan. She could be one of the DX <laughs> yeah, yeah DX the,
0: generation of de- female gen- group. think uh, mean, guess the only female in DX was ever China, but we yeah. never had a whole DX yeah. uh female group. Yeah. Why not?
1: Defemin is a uh, your generation female x
0: yeah there we go we called it yeah <laughs> creative writers going down the road yeah, no, no, no. I, I if haven't... you guys stop you're gonna get us in trouble no, 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 no. <laughs> um, you know whispered eagle i i love doing this show with you and talking to you about wrestling and you're right we don't always so you guys know yeah we do talk about matches a lot we do throw a lot of predictions talk about our opinions about creative writing and stuff but I, I've had a lot of fun in, in doing this with you. And I, I'm looking forward to also opening it up to some fans and stuff like that as well to call us and get their ideas and stuff as well. But, you know, going down the road and closing out the show here, what I want to say is since we've started doing this, and you i have been talking about this, and this isn't bragging or, or whatever, maybe a little bit of bragging, but, you know, we have actually, you know, some of the things that we've said and some of the things we predicted and some of the things we thought they should do, they've done a good 70 to 80% of that. Yeah. You know, and we've jokingly commented, oh, yeah. A million yeah, dollar per, uh, <laughs> Yeah, a million dollar check and everything. We're not really expecting that. But, you know, the thing is, as I, you know, we're just, it's having fun. It's entertainment. It's about enjoying it. It's about interacting with you guys out there, the fans, the friends, the family. And we, as fans, you know, I've been watching it as, since I was five years old. You know, yeah, I can't say I've been watching it. Before Eddie... i am going on 30 years be, or so. Be, before
1: Eddie Guerrero's... When Eddie Guerrero's older brother was his, you know, the age he was when he died. Doing his... I mean, he was doing... I mean, he was like 18 years old whenever I was watching... Eddie Guerrero's brother wrestled, and Eddie Guerrero was my age, probably. You know, so yeah, uh, I've been watching it a long time, so I'm pretty much the wrestling historian. What I don't
0: know; I get off the internet too because I <laughs> I know I mean, there's post a lot th- of stories and blogs from other places in our thing too, and we, mm-hmm. we it's it's just all good and fun and entertainment. You know, I know we're heading towards the end of the road, and I have to tell you, I'm doing a total 360 flip. You know, a while back ago, I was like one of the big cheers for RK-Bro. Uh-huh. I wanted them together. I wanted to win the titles. And it happened. It happened. Randy Orton and Matt Riddle got together. They won the Tag Team Champions. I am at the point where I want Randy Orton to just drop Riddle. RKO
1: and just... And he did the other night. He said, you're on your own. But then he came in at the end of the match and RKO'd AJ Styles. Yeah, but so. that, that, was, you know, that didn't, that didn't, that was different. <laughs> he, you know, he, he let uh, Osmos take, take care of business first. And then he goes, cause, uh AJ Styles started him after Osmos took care of him. Yeah, that, not, ma- that match, he said, you're on your own for that match with Osmos. He didn't say with AJ Styles. I think... I think Randy Orton actually wants to take on AJ Styles and to beat the snot out of him.
0: I, I think so too. I think I, I think Randy Orton and AJ would be a, a good match. That would be a. But I, good match. I'm I'm at the point. I liked I like Matt Riddle as a wrestler. I do. But I'm kind of at the point at him like you're like I was talking about before with the other with other person dice I was tired of. Um, <laughs> I do not like his persona. Yeah, the persona's getting old. and It's, and it's getting. It's getting Didn't, too flaky. Uh, yeah, too weird. fairyish. But talk about character, uh, right now your character, uh, he needs a different character change. Yeah. Right? yeah
1: the, and you know, whenever he came out, there was a rumor that he was going to turn heel, that he was supposed to turn, but he, he never did because I guess they think that he's just too good at what he does as, as a character he is now to change him. And literally... They just need to break up the RK bro and let him do what he does on himself, but not with Randy Orton, because Randy Orton is making Randy Orton look bad. I think so too. Either that or Randy Orton just needs to retire. Yeah. Well, but you know, that's another another rumor out there that he was thinking about it for a while. That's why he don't come in half <laughs> a lot of times, you know.
0: Yeah, I I think I, I see a little bit of change in Randy Orton. I don't know if it's age Because or... he's in his
1: 40s right now, yeah. you know, and it's getting about time to because uh, look at Kane, he didn't he didn't retire really until he's like he did, he makes cameos, but not not as much as he used to, you know. And he's the same age. He's a year younger than me. He's the same age as you. And he and he was still wrestling up into his fifties. So yeah,
0: I think we're getting up in late forties, late fifties. It definitely well, yeah. time to retire. I know how Ric Flair was. He in his seventies or yeah, so? he's yeah, but he he it's did good. said. That's why he left the WWE. You know, he, he he
1: actually let his contract go away with WWE because they wouldn't re-sign a new contract. He goes, well, if they won't, won't let me do what I want to do, then they they see my career going a different direction than I do. So it, he wants, I guess he wants to die in the ring or something. I don't know, but <coughs> I think fair, probably. He, he signed with another organization. I don't know if they're in Mexico or if they're here. It could have been like Impact, because he's been in Impact before. It could be uh, AEW, which AEW, Impact, and and there's a Japan wrestling that they own also or they're affiliated with and NWA.
0: He could have went back to the NWA. You never know. Yeah, I don't know either. There's one other person I want to talk to you about that that has not hit any headlines on any show besides Wrestling Corbin and this new guy, uh, Mad Cat. Whatever it is, Uh, Moss. So I want to talk to you about Kevin Owens. Why do you think Kevin Owens keeps coming to the ring, knowing that Baron Corbin has? There's two people out there. I mean, he just he's like. And then I saw a picture of Kevin Owens. He had his head on the ring post. Yeah. And I mean, it looked that picture to me said like about a million words. Like I've had it. Yeah, like I've had it. You know, I love Kevin Owens. I really yeah. do. Well, the reason why they, even the reason why he comes out there, is that's how they have him written.
1: That to come out there as a potential loser
0: and get his ass kicked, you know. Well, that's kind of weird because they had it going just the opposite way when Corbin was pretending to be the yeah. bum. And Kevin Owens was coming out. Now, uh-huh. you know, Kevin Owens is coming out and losing to Corbin all the time. And. The thing I will say, since we're getting towards the end of the, the show, I know Kevin's contract is up in January. Kevin, I think, is the perfect candidate to do what I am talking about, be that Stone Cold person, yep. being that Rebel person, being... I know he got drafted over to Raw, but you know him and Triple H at one point... They took each other on, yeah. Yeah, took each other on, and Triple H had a lot of... Positive and great things to yeah. say about Kevin Owens, and you know Kevin Owens is Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's got his
1: his uh, stunner stunner and, down, yeah, and he he gives him the he you know
0: if you let him he'd give him a finger too, you know. Yeah, I but, I think Kevin Owens needs to be put in this position, as far as character development, that he needs to develop his character to kind of go down this and Stone, see, Stone Cold Steve Austin rebel.
1: You hit the head on nail on the head right there. Back whenever Stone Cold Steve Austin for and I've told you this story before, is when Stone Cold was became King of the Ring, and uh, he is the first King of the Ring, and he took on uh, uh, oh, um, what's his name? Jake the Snake Roberts. He goes, you say you're uh, John three sixteen. Well Dawson three sixteen just said I kicked your ass. From that day on, that was household words. I just Stone Cold three sixteen just said I kicked your ass. That became the big saying and and uh, Vince McMahon sit there and goes, That's it. We'll start letting them write their characters. We gotta watch what they say, but We'll let them start writing or being what their um, characters
0: are. Yeah, Kevin Owens has got Kevin Owens fight or, right. or fight, you know. Red, um, yeah, you know. But I think Kevin Owens, he needs to go down this road of rebellion. Mm-hmm. I think if Kevin Owens starts doing that, then we see a whole different side of Kevin Owens. Anyway, uh-huh. guys, we are towards the end of the show. This is The Outlaw, Michael 6 saying become an outlaw because you're wanted.
1: Have a good, and this is the Whisper Eagle signing out. Goodbye, guys.